Merry Christmas. You may have thought Christmas was all about me. Sleigh bells, candy canes, lights, trees, and gifts. Well, maybe lights and gifts, but not the way you think. You see, the real story of Christmas starts 350 years before St. Nicholas ever existed. It started actually before the universe was even created. It starts like this. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word was with God. The Word was with God in the beginning, and with him all things were created that have been made. Without him, nothing was created that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. You see, God created the earth, man, animals, plants, everything. But Adam and Eve disobeyed God, causing sin to enter the world. And it fell into chaos and disorder for millennia. But God planned a rescue for mankind to set us free from sin and even death. The prophet Isaiah told us about this plan over 700 years before it ever happened. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And so the rescue plan started with a yes from a teenage girl. Despite the misunderstanding of loved ones, during unprecedented times, under an oppressive government, in the midst of religious strife and social division, a young woman, her fiancé at her side, took a leap of faith. They leapt into a long-awaited promise, a promise of rescue that extended beyond their time and place, a promise that reached into the future for us here today and for generations to come. <laughs> maybe this is your first time hearing the story, or maybe you've heard it every year of your life. But together, let's remember and discover, celebrate, give thanks for the yes that led us to salvation. God sent an angel named Gabriel to Nazareth, to the town of Galilee, to a girl named Mary. She was pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. The angel went to Mary and said, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Mary was startled by the angel's appearance. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. I have good news for you. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be a great man and will be called the Son of the Most High. Well, how can this be, Mary asked, since I'm not married? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. The Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary said. May it happen to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. Mary said, yes. In those days, Caesar Augustus, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. Everyone went to their own hometown to register. So Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth to Bethlehem, the town of David 
because he was of the house and lineage of David. He went there to register with his fiancee, Mary, who was expecting a child. When they arrived in Bethlehem, there were no rooms available because of all the people in town for the census. No one had rooms for even two more weary travelers. Finally, they found someone who let them sleep in a barn with the animals. While they were there, the time for the baby to be born came. Mary gave birth to a son, to Jesus, the only son of God. She wrapped him in cloth, placed him in a feed trough filled with hay. Mary and Joseph were astonished by what had happened. They could hardly take their eyes off their new son. That same night, there were shepherds outside of Bethlehem on the fields, watching their sheep by night to make sure nothing happened in the dark. It was a night like many others before, but then suddenly a bright light appeared in the sky and an angel appeared before them surrounded by the glory of God. The shepherds were terrified, but the angel said, do not be afraid. I have joyful news for the whole world. There is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord, and this will be a sign unto you. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling cloth, lying in a manger. And then suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of angels, praising God and singing glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. When the angels had gone, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem to see this baby that the angels have told us about. So they ran as fast as they could to find the baby. They found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in a manger. When they had seen him, they told everyone they could find what had happened and what the, what the angels had told them about this child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds had said. Mary treasured up all of these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told. <laughs> Their lives would never be the same again. Soon after Jesus was born, some wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. These were people who had, knew how to read messages in the stars, and they had seen a special star rise, the star of the new king of the Jews, Jesus. Herod was the king in Jerusalem in those days. When he heard what these wise men were saying about this new king, he got worried about being replaced. He asked his advisors where this new king would have been born. His advisors told him the prophets of old had foretold of a ruler who would take care of all the people, and that ruler would be born in Bethlehem. Herod called the wise men to a secret meeting and found out when they had first seen the star. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go search for the baby and then tell me where he is so that I can go worship him too. He was lying. He wanted to find the new king and eliminate him before he could take over. The wise men set off and continued to follow the star. It guided them from Jerusalem until it stopped right over the place where the baby Jesus was. On coming to the house, 
They saw the child with his mother Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him. Then they opened up their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The wise men had been warned in a dream about Herod's plan, so they returned to their route, to their country by a different route. Would you stand with me? Redemption. Born in a stable, God so loved the world that he gave the perfect gift, the gift of his son and the savior of the world that would set us free from sin as well as death. The light of the world had actually broken darkness. And so maybe you're here and you're watching this and you've never known the light of the world, Jesus. Or maybe you've known him and then you've fallen away. But if you would leave this world, you're not sure what would happen to you. And if that is you today, I just want you to know that God's gift was not just for Mary, not just the shepherds, not just the Magi. It was for all of us, any of us that would receive his gift of salvation. So if you're here today and you know that you need to get things right between you and Jesus, the Savior of the world. You see, the moment you commit your life to him, you become part of the light of the world, his church. And so if you're here and you know you need Jesus, the ultimate light of the world, maybe you've thought about it and you've put it off, but you know that you need to turn away from the wrong things in your life. And you're ready to cross that line of faith right now. I just want you to pray this simple prayer to him just inside your heart to yourself right now. Just simply inside say, Jesus, I give you my heart. Just tell him, Jesus, I give you my life. And if that's your prayer today, I want you to know that God hears you and that he's here for you and he will never leave you ever because he came to earth born as a baby for you and for me. And if you prayed that prayer this morning, or if you've ever prayed that prayer, those of you that are online, I just want you to know that you carry in you, in yourself, the light of the world. And you can share the, the hope that repels the darkness around you because in his light is peace, peace in your life. You see, this candle represents Jesus, the hope of the world for all people. And in just a moment, we're going to turn off all the lights and we're going to let this one light shine in the darkness. And then we're going to have some people come and they're going to light their candles off of this candle so that each one of you will be able to light your candle off of the person that's next to you. And so as you light your candle, just make sure that the unlit candle is the one that we tilt so we don't drip wax everywhere, okay? But when this happens, I want you to watch what happens in this room as the light spreads. So kids, children, as your parents light their candles, you can also break your glow sticks at that time. Just like the light spread throughout this room, so also can the light of Jesus' love spread throughout our families, our friends, our co-workers, as well as our community. Even the whole nation could see his light. The world can experience his light through us. And so what I want to encourage you in is to let your light shine before others. Bring the hope of Jesus to everybody around you. 
everybody that you know. Spread the light of his love beyond the four walls of this church. So in just a moment, not yet, but in just a minute, as we blow out our lights, we are going to be brought back to this one solitary light that represents the one light that started it all. The light that was given as a gift from our Father in heaven. The light that drives out the darkness in your life and rescues us from all the darkness that are in our lives. And so make sure that after you blow out your candle, keep it straight up so we don't drop wax everywhere, okay? So go ahead and cup your hand behind your candle and just gently blow out your candle and then keep it straight up. So in the darkness, as we see this one single light, just take it as a reminder of the real meaning of Christmas. Christmas to all, and to all a good night. So y'all are still here? Well, good. We have cookies for you in the cafe. Help yourself. They're delicious. Actually, the trees are really good. Since you're still here, let me pray over you. Father, may the Lord bless and keep you. May he cause his light to shine upon you. May you be a light into all the world. Father, we thank you, and we ask that you be with each and every heart here as we go on this week with our very busy week in preparation for the celebration of the birth of your son. And so, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hey, guys.